Welcome back to the greatest team on paper, the fantasy football podcast. With you for the next hour or so is yours truly, Brandon Allen. Alongside me, as always, I have James Benell and Greg Rostick. How are you, boys? You ready for Pinehurst or what? Oh, yeah. Still got a pack. I'm a little procrastinator, but, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to getting everything ready for tonight to head down tomorrow. Yeah, tonight's the uh, the unveiling of the outfits. I got to lay out the shorts, the pads. What am I gonna the you know the the shirts? It, we got to be dressing top tier for this. So tonight's oh, yeah. figuring out the outfits. Tomorrow's packing, and then I take a red eye right into the first round of golf. So looking forward to that. <laughs> yep, my outfits are set, ready to go. I just have to pack. I've been a little lazy with that part, but. Four outfits are ready to go. Might have a fifth just in case, you know, just a little backup yeah. outfit. Have to. Yeah, I need a fifth because I'm playing RBCC Monday, too. Yeah, you got you got five rounds of golf ahead of you, man. That's uh, my back would be screaming. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I'll tell you what, they say don't get old. They're not lying. I know there's there's two there's two outcomes for stick. He's either in prime form for that tournament on that Monday, or he is completely golfed out, and the tug and the tug and the tug off the tee starts happening. Tug McGraw shows up. (laughs) Don't even put that into existence. No, no, I would never. I would never. I would never. I think that we also need to make sure we stay hydrated out there. Yep, just yeah. to avoid will any. Be plentiful. (laughs) We need some pedialyte. It's going to be hot in North Carolina, but um, we're ready to go. Absolutely. All right. Today we have um, a special episode for you. But before we get into all of that, we just want to make sure that you're helping us help you hit that subscribe button. It is free. You'll get notified every time we do drop an episode. So please go on to Spotify, Apple, whatever you listen to this on and make sure you hit that subscribe button. The mock draft we have today, we randomly selected a few positions for us. It, it We literally picked it out of a hat, just like we normally do for our own league. 12-team, PPR, a um, couple bench spots. We we took out kickers and defense because we'll get to those. You know, there's usually spot plays anyway. Um, but James has the second pick. Me, I have the sixth pick. And Stick has the 11th pick. So we're nice and spread out. It happened very first time. Um, So excited to get into that. We are going to go to recent news first. Mm -hmm. That Well, aren't you doing that? I don't have the list. Oh, fuck. All right. Um, All right. I I do have the list. All right. Three, two, one. All right. With recent news that we have going on, we have a couple things, not too, too much to talk about, but um, nonetheless, we have three things. Kareem Hunt is expected to sign with the Saints. Um, That came out today. However, you know, he also does have a meeting apparently set up with the Colts. Uh, I think in our second episode, we did talk about Alvin Kamara how we're still kind of on the fence with him, even though it's a three-game suspension. He didn't really have a great season last year. They're upping the running back room in there. What do you guys think about Kareem going possibly to the Saints or Colts? Or Colts? I think think I'd like it better if he goes to the Colts, just from us talking about the the Johnny Taylor talk. Um, Yeah, but either way, it, it 
in my opinion, it hurts either Alvin Kamara or Johnny Taylor, right? Like he's gonna get time wherever he goes. Yep. Yeah, he has to. Um, if he goes to the Saints, it just went from Alvin Kamara's on the fence to Baxter punted off the fence. I, I, unless he falls to the fifteenth round, and I have my last bench spot. I don't. I don't think there's a way that I would touch him. But it does make Kareem Hunt interesting because. He's good. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's going to be he's going to be interesting to see how he goes in fantasy drafts wherever he signs e- either team. I think he has Major a better base. chance of success in in New Orleans. I think they're a better team, but he could just if Johnny Taylor doesn't play, like all of a sudden you have a bell cow in uh, the Colts because yeah, Zach Boss broke his arm, so it's just him. So I don't know. We'll see. It will be a huge slap in the face if they sign Kareem Hunt for yeah. any amount of money to Johnny Taylor. <laughs> Well, and that's the thing. That's a, that's a good point where we're talking about Johnny Taylor. Uh, wasn't seen that practice again today. Uh, I'm putting them in air quotes. They're saying he's nursing an ankle. Uh, that's the excuse the team put out. I don't see that's true because, A, he didn't have a hurt ankle the first couple of weeks here. Apparently it was a back, right? And now they're saying ankle. That's a little, a little dicey over there in Indy, so – <laughs> little 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 fishy smells yeah, a little fishy. I, I don't know what's going on in Indy, but uh, bad vibes. Um, and then the last thing that we're going to talk about: Hard Knocks episode uh, premieres tonight. New York Jets, Aaron Rodgers. What are we thinking? I, I I personally love Hard Knocks. I wish they would go to. I mean, the Jets are supposed to be elite, but like I wish they would go to like the Chiefs or or someone else that has been relevant over the last couple of years. You know. Well, do you know the do you know the rules of of why of what team they can choose for hard knocks? You have to be either a you can't pick a team that was just in the playoffs. So you have to pick a team that just missed the playoffs the season before or and doesn't have a rookie coach. It's something like that. That's why you can't really pick like the top tier teams because they don't fall in the criteria of what they're what they're looking for. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know that either, but I think it. I think it'll be interesting. I mean, obviously, Rogers going to a new team, you know, just to kind of see how that locker room is going. And um, I'm you know, Rogers loves that shit, though. Yeah, he loves the limelight. I know. Yeah, he, um, I'm interested in it because, I mean, like we talked about Garrett Wilson, we we're gonna get some news on him and how they're you know connecting and their chemistry and, um. Hopefully He's they talk about our, Brees Hall. Yeah, Brees Hall. Like, get like yeah. an inside scoop of like, is he actually going to be like ready? When is he going to be ready? Because I think Dalvin Cook not liking their offer or whatever package they offered him was because they felt that Brees was going to be ready to go. And they just straight up told Dalvin, like, look, this is going to be your role. Like, Brees is our guy, but you can come in, you know, to spell him here and there. And I think Dalvin just didn't like that. That's my take on it. Who knows if that's the actual truth? Yeah, I I love Hard Knocks. I've been watching it forever. It just it just feels like the first real, like, football that happens because that first Hall of Fame game is just – an absolute I don't even watch it anymore. I see like one clip and that's all I can take but hard knocks debuting is football is here football is ready the Jets have talked about that they weren't going to give as much access as hard knocks has gotten in the past we'll see if that's actually the case but I think Aaron Rodgers loves the limelight as much as he pretends he doesn't he 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 loves it if he had a third arm he would just use it to pat himself on the back every day 
Yeah. So I, I, I think it'll be a good one. Uh, I, I like the coach. I, I, I love hard knocks. First one's always great. I'm worried about my love for Garrett Wilson is going to start dying a little bit because every hard knocks guys get catapulted up and it really wouldn't surprise me if Garrett Wilson starts going in the back of the first round all of a sudden, because you're going to see a few dimes from Rogers to him and everybody's going to get all wet. You you mean like Deuce Staley talking up the, uh, the Andre Swift last year and getting me all high and mighty on him, And then Jamal Williams just seems to be the goal linebacker, but yeah, they're here and there. It's a different year. Uh, I'm excited for it. Um, you boys got anything else before we get into the Maki? No, I'm ready to mock. Let's do it. It's the first time uh, I've had a, a higher than a third pick in my entire life. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Again, for the for everyone listening, what we're going to do, we're going to do a little mock draft here. We're in three different positions. Like we said, it's random. James is two. I'm six. Stick is 11. Um, James is going to, you know, he's picking second, but he's also going to give you a little bit of a recap of who went where. We're also going to do a little discussion at our pick. We don't have a time limit. Usually your drafts will have a time limit, but, you know, we can we can take out the time here. We'll we'll discuss our pick, why we're picking them, who's around there, things like that. So without further ado, hit that start button. Absolutely. Here we go. So Justin Jefferson goes at 101. I don't think I've seen a mock draft that hasn't had that happen. Um and already, I I don't know what what to do because <laughs> <laughs> even mocks you feel, you feel the pressure. Um, I think the it's between two guys. Honestly, it's CMC or Jamar. It's just a matter of how you want to construct what you're doing. And I I think I, I honestly I think almost the smart play is Christian McCaffrey. But I've a couple mocks that I've done. I, I've liked around this spot going wide receiver. And I also, I've never had Jamar chase. That's also a part of this too, is when you're drafting, if you haven't had a guy and you want them, then just, just go for him. So I'm going to go Jamar chase at, at number two. Mm. I like that. So uh, after Jamar, it won uh, Christian McCaffrey, then Austin Eckler, Steph Diggs, and now scout is up with the six pick overall. Well, if you tuned into episode two, <laughs> <laughs> My 101 is Mr. Cooper Cup. Now, as of right now, I am going to take Cooper Cup. However, there's people around this this spot. Travis Kelsey's out there. Tyreek is out there. I would pick between those three. Now, if it comes out that Cooper Cup isn't as healthy as I would like him to be, or if Stafford comes out to be a little sluggish, whatever the case may be, I might lean towards Travis Kelsey or Tyreek here. That would be another conversation I would actually have to really think about. But to stay on track with what I said uh, in the past, I love Cooper Cup. I've had Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup has won me a championship before. I am rolling with him. Easy pick. Yeah, you, uh, you're you smiling ear to ear there on that one. Yeah, I'm saying if that happened in real life, Cheeky. you would lose your mind. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Uh, C.D. So, Lamb went number so, nine. So hold on. So after uh, after Cooper Cup, um, Tyreek Hill went after. Then Travis Kelsey, both players that that Scout talked about. Uh, Bijan Robinson won at number ten. Uh, he's just so inflated; it's crazy, but I love him. And then so now we have Greg Stick at pick eleven. Uh, who are we thinking? Man, see, this is going to be tough for me if I actually get this in in the draft. I mean, because. <laughs> 
I'm a big Saquon guy, and it, it it really it depends. I'm still up in the air whether what my strategy is, right? Kind of what we talked about in the first episode. Like, am I going to be WR heavy, or do I want to get some some running backs here early? Um, for right now, my gut is telling me. I am going to see how my team looks with running backs. <laughs> now, now, full disclosure, uh, Stick and I are on a team. We share a team together. We have the fourth pick, and the very first text he sent me is Saquon needs to be on our team <laughs> at the number so, four pick. Yeah, now, The so, tides have turned since then. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so great. So Greg took uh, took Saquon, went with the RB, went with his top RB at that at that spot. After that, uh, AJ Brown and then Patrick Mahomes won uh, won for around the turn. So Greg's See, back up. Is that now, where that he's was, going though? Is that, that where was, Pat Mahomes is going? I don't know, but that was like that's kind of a he's it's like high it's like high two mid mid two. See, see, this is where I get a little stuck here because that was too good for me. I was expecting Chubb or Devontae to be gone. Now I have to make a decision between yeah. these two guys, and I love and, them both. I already have a running back, but why not solidify two running backs that could be top five, in my opinion, this year um, in a you know running back league that's kind of deteriorating, right? Like once you get to the later rounds, you're you're – you know, you're picking guys you think might have a good year rather than knowing that they're going to have a good year, barring any injuries. So I'm going to I'm going to stack it and I'm just going to go right. Nick Chubb. Yeah. Plus, how many how many guys have we already talked about um, running back wise that their contracts are in in disarray? Johnny Taylor. Uh, like there's so many guys that there's a lot of question marks. So it's it's appealing to when you get to almost for sure guys that are going to play and have produced it's it, it can be hard to pass and up even in a I PPR will, league. I also will say the only other thought I had there was between Chubb and Big Horse. So that's who I, I thought you like, were thinking but Derek Henry. I do like yeah. I do like Big Horse this year but you know I've had Nick Chubb in dynasty and he's a workhorse and you don't have he finally more, gets though. his own backfield. You don't so, have many more. The guy's name in Dynasty is chubbed up. He tra- he traded him to me. He he, he traded him to me. <laughs> what a great name, chubbed up. <laughs> yeah, take it down. Um. So, Greg took Nick Chubb with the second pick. Uh, after him went Devontae Adams, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Big Horse, Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor. Which you know we'll see if that no- if that continues. I I don't think so. Uh. So Scal's up. Uh. With the seventh pick of the second round. So this is a little uh, interesting, right? Um, I'm a big tight end guy myself. I really am. Um, Mark Andrews is still there. Um, But you know what? We talked about when we did our top five, there's a lot more weapons there than there used to be. So there's a lot more ball to go around. So I don't know. I mean, I think he'll still eat. I think Mark Andrews will still eat, still get his targets, whatever, but not as much as he used to. I think the very easy pick here uh, is is Garrett Wilson. So he will be coming onto my team. I'm going to stack him with Cooper Cup. Um. So so yeah, Scott went with Garrett Wilson. After him went Jalen Waddle, 
Uh, Josh Allen, second quarterback off the board, and then Josh Jacobs. So I'm now in the clock with the 11th pick of two. And man, that's tricky. This is, this is, these have been tough because I'm trying to play the game a little bit of, there's only one team after me and they're going to pick twice. So when you're in these bookend positions, you're trying to play the game a little bit of who do you think can come back to you because it's so quick. Um, I've been, I've been playing or uh, Tony Pollard's there. He'd be the only running back I would consider taking in this spot. There's been a lot of wide receivers that have kind of went. Um, but one name that you that you said is creeping into my mind. I've been taking him around the early third, but <laughs> a late second is basically an early third, and I think Team One might take him. So I'm going to go Mark Andrews and solidify a tight end spot. Yep. Wow. Perfect. All right. So uh, the next two picks were Tony Pollard and Ramondre Stevenson. I told myself there's two guys I want after Mark Andrews, and it was Tony Pollard and it was Chris Olave. And if both of them went, then I would just be in full tilt mode. So I should probably have (laughs) – I'd be on edge. Yeah, I should probably have a better plan than just saying, please don't pick these two. But thankfully, um, my darling Chris Olave fell fell to me. So I'm going to take him uh, with my pick. So after uh, after Chris Olave, uh, Devontae Smith went next, Travis Etienne, T. Higgins, and now we're back with uh, Scouse pick at the 306. This is this is middle third round is where there is a weird Yep, this is where it gets I nasty. I feel like tier break. This is where it gets nasty. It's like there's a weird tier break where you're like, man, there's some question questionable guys out here. This is definitely questionable. Um so I was hoping Devonta fell to me um again like you, you put your mind out there and you're like okay i'm two picks away if this guy's there boom easy pick i want him love him thankfully for me the other guy did not get drafted and i'll just pick him and watch reactions i i thought so <laughs> i really did none other so- than jalen hurts himself I've been I've been saying if any of those top three guys fall into the third, it's so tempting to do. Absolutely, because it's I I don't I don't blame you one bit. So Scalon with Jay, good. The one thing is, so like I don't know if this is the same in every other league, but like it almost feels like it's a domino effect, right? Yep. I picked Jalen because you know. during leagues, I don't know about everyone else's league, but like I feel like sometimes in ours, almost it's a domino effect where someone picks someone like a tight end or the top three tight ends go off the board real quick. Or if someone picks the top quarterback, then the top three quarterbacks get off the board real quick. And then you're sitting there like, shit, like, what do I do now? So (laughs) yeah, I see him there at at the third round, you know, welcome to the team. I will be a closet Philly fan. I like your, I like that pick too, because I think, you know, we'll see what happens coming up, but I think you can still stack like Dallas Goddard with him later. If, mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're yep. thinking that as well. Like, that's a solid QB tight end stack that that you get later in the draft, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's especially when you see that domino going. It's hard to you, you get nervous. You almost panic pick. You got to just stay level. Don't you know? You can zig when other people zag, and don't don't be afraid that you're not going to get a good player. 
later on. Also, please subscribe to the podcast so we can uh, hopefully afford better internet moving forward and we can avoid hiccups (laughs) like that. (laughs) Storm came through. I do want to say I have written down my projections or my predictions rather of Greg's two picks here. I have three guys, but of the three, I think I'm going to nail at least – yeah, there's there, there there's there's one I I know he'll take, but so, so James, just set it, you want you want to let everyone just, know who went and then yeah get into that. I'll set it up. So uh, so Scott went with Jalen Hurts. Um, the net after that went uh, Jameer Gibbs, then Joe Burrow, Debo Samuel, Keenan Allen, and now Greg's up at three eleven. Thank God Keenan wasn't there for you. Yeah, take, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> take, take the bullet you, out of the gun. If you listened in, you know I. I I said Keenan would be there staring me in the eyes. Thank God he's not here. (laughs) But I am in an absolute predicament here because this is why I went RBRB. I wanted to see what would be there in this position, third, fourth round. Um, And I don't know if this was in the first episode or not, but I did have the Seattle Seahawks team. I'm not drafting anybody from that. And now (laughs) – DK is staring me in the face because I need a receiver. Um, but he's I good. He I had a great to... year. He had a great he goes, year. He goes as far as uh, what's his name? I mean, if he has a Gino, if he has another great year, then DK has another great year. Dude, he, he had like he, he had like five yeah. touchdowns too. Like he's not a he's a red zone threat. Like that will go well, up. So I am gonna just like just because of my situation, I am gonna take him. Um, I need him uh as my wr1 and also the reason i'm doing that is because pat mahomes was already taken on the team behind me and i know he's not going to take lamar so i'm going to take dk here and then hopefully this guy doesn't double qb me (laughs) wow okay that's smart that's good thinking so uh so greg went with dk metcalf after one naji harris Brees hall and greg is back on the clock and as i said Auto pick. I think it's I think it's too this is what I was kind of talking about. I think it's too early for me for Calvin Ridley right now. Like I like him, but I I think I can get more production and consistency from Lamar at quarterback rather than you know taking a flyer on Calvin Ridley with so many more receivers out there for my WR2 and flex. Yep. Yep. I can agree with that. I had a I had a dream that Lamar was going to fall to me, but I guess that was dumb. <laughs> this is actually a good draft for us because we're kind of showing a little bit. Greg went with two running backs out of the start, so you're kind of seeing what how what he's going to ha- what he's going to do after that. And me me and Scal went with two wide receivers and a onesie position with quarterback and tight end. So it'll be interesting. So after after Greg's pick of Lamar Jackson went Kenneth Walker. Calvin Ridley, Aaron Jones, George Kittle, and now Scal's up with 407. So this is pulling on the heartstrings a little bit. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, all right, so I'm between two guys, and I- I'll let you know. So going into this draft, this mock draft, right, I was like, all right, let me try my zero RB strategy just to see where it gets me, right? Well, we're in the third or in the fourth round, rather. And I would either need for this strategy to take another receiver or a tight end. Okay, the tight end's available. TJ Hawk is still there. I think that's good value there, too. I really do. My boy, 
Nook is there, DeAndre. He's there. Would love to have a Titan on my team. But I just can't pass this guy up. I, he's staring me right in the face, and I'm just like, I have a future out on him. He's going to be on my team. I think no, no backup running back there to note. This is upsetting. Yeah, no, I, that's that's extreme value. That is, yeah. I, I don't, in my opinion, I don't, I don't think he would have fell to me. But he's such a good pick in the fourth. I mean, it's crazy. I, I don't. The think fact he's that he went to the fourth, go that low. I know. There's no Sorry, way. everyone. I, I picked Joe Mixon. Um, if you if you listen to the first one, I have a future out on him for over yards. Uh, I just, um, I can't believe he fell to the fourth. He's got to rise. I I yeah. don't get it. There's I no mean, way. I There's I can't no believe way. someone would pick take Kenneth Walker almost like that's. Look at these three running backs in this round, and one stands out over the other. Kenneth Walker, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara. It's like I, I don't, I don't know, I don't get it. Maybe it'll change, but um. So, Scott went with Joe Mixon after uh, T.J. Hawkinson, Alvin Kamara, Amari Cooper. Alvin won't be there anymore after this. There's no way. There's no way his um, value keeps creeping up like that. There's no, no way. <laughs> yeah, so so I'm on the clock now. Um, I have Jamar, Chris Olave, and Mark Andrews. So I'm kind of in the throes of a zero RB that I I didn't really mean to do, but I'm I'm here now. So this is this is where it gets tough because the my tear break kind of broke with uh, Aaron Jones and Joe Mixon. I've, I've I've like taken in the fourth. Anybody else like Damian Pierce is there? I don't. I can't. It's not really that trustworthy. Miles Sanders actually kind of do like Alexander Madison's interesting. Um, or do I kind of stay with the idea of just, you know, stacking wide receivers and open for the best as far as quarterbacks. Oh man. I didn't know that name was still there. There's Justin. Yeah. Yeah, There's the, there's the two Justins and one has a special place in my heart. Um, and the other one has the most money to to make MVP, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, if I was in this position, I mean, I, I there's truly not running backs out here that I'm clamoring for, um, and I don't want to take one just to take one. Whereas I like the DeAndre Hopkins pick. I, DJ Moore has been steadily climbing my rankings. I think he could. You know, if everything works out for Justin Fields, I could even do the the stack. So I think I'm going to – man, this is tough. But I, I the, the, na- the name, the, the skill, the potential is too much. I'm going to go with DeAndre Hopkins here. I love that. Who do you want to trade? Oh, man, that, again, worked out pretty well. Team one is, is helping me out. Um, so I, I had uh, DeAndre Hopkins – after one, Jerry, Judy, and Terry McLaurin. So it's back on me. I have three wide receivers, a tight end. I'm kind of looking at running back or quarterback. I don't pick for a while. So there was a few – there's three quarterbacks really that are a tear break for me, um, and that's Justin Fields, Justin Herbert, and Trevor Lawrence. After them, I I, I would punt quarterback and wait till the very end. I think that's kind of the thought. And – Running back, there's still some there's still some flyers out there. I'm I would be really in the zero RB strategy right now, but I, I think it's too late to try to take a running back and salvage that. So I'm gonna go with Justin Herbert. He's the highest ranked guy for me. Justin Fields, I I really thought about he he could be a real good flyer, but I'm gonna go with Justin Herbert here. 
Wow. This is going to happen in the real draft. I swear. I'm going to see his, I'm going to see his name. I'm going to get all misty eyed and just run it back. Um, so I took Justin Herbert. Uh, next up went Damian Pierce, DJ Moore, Miles Sanders, and Scal's back with the the five hundred six. And here we go again. Um, who do I like? I'm looking down the receivers. Um, there's a couple of decent receivers out here um, that I wouldn't mind having. When I look at someone uh, in this type of round, I want someone that gets his targets is going to be a target machine has anywhere from you know seven to ten upwards of 12 13 targets a game and there's one guy on this list that i see that has that consistently and on the flip side i've been a big jk dobbins fan i have him in dynasty i mean he breaks my heart every time that he goes down um but i don't think he's on the pup list right now but i think it's all based on a contract dispute not not he's really. always on the pop list. Yeah, but he's <laughs> I, I think this time is honestly about contract. It's not about um uh what do you call it? Injury. So yeah. what do I do? They love <laughs> you know what? No, I'm gonna go with a WR target machine. Welcome to the squad, Christopher Godwin. Chris Godwin. Delaware product. No. Yeah, so 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 Scal went with uh with Chris Godwin. After him went uh sophomore Drake London, Dalvin Cook, who's not on a team right now, um, Justin Fields, JK Dobbins, and now Greg is up. Let me ask you you both this one question. What are your thoughts around Drake London? Do you trust the quarterback to to step up in year two? I mean I mean I didn't trust the quarterback last year and he had a pretty good year, so I don't know. He's a, he he's right where he's at. I would I would think about taking. He's got upside because he's really good. He's really 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 good. Quarterback hinders him, but fifth round you're not you're not you know you're not spending yeah. too much. Yeah, he'll, he'll produce. He's the one. He's going to produce. It's just consistency. I don't know. I think and that's, as we that's talked the about, question. Is is a top five receiver? We don't know what sticks about the pick. So after this round, let's look at it because we said the in the fifth round we've usually found you know, those diamonds in the rough where they pick a receiver that is top five in the fifth round. So we'll, we'll, we'll let stick draft here. We'll take a little pause and see out of all those receivers, who do you like best and why? Yeah. I mean, this is just uh, exactly what I thought it would be. It's getting very tough here for me. Um, <laughs> these receivers left are, not what I would call anything, uh, you know, like anything that's a for sure thing, right? <laughs> I think we're getting to the point where this is getting tough for me. So I am going to take a guy that I like and think will have a good year. And I'm sorry, Scal. Um I said you should have took him, but I'm going to take him. And that's Dallas Goddard. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I ran that through my head. I didn't say it out loud as I just realized, but yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, damn. they this have is a why, lot of this is why we mock. 
they have a lot of mouths to feed there, but I think he's he's gonna have a, a good year. He's a good he's, safety blanket for sure. He's, he's a, a talent and he's he's pretty much the center of the field for them, right? And and then he also can catch some long balls that they do posts and, and stuff like that on. I like that pick. Yeah, I think um, there's I think he's the safest of the of the wide receivers that are sorry, the tight ends that were left because what Kyle Pitts, he's a we you have no idea what you're gonna get. Darren Waller could be, could could not. I hate Evan Ingram with all my heart after what he did to me last year. So he's not even on my list. So you want to explain yeah, to I, the group what happened? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. There's probably other people that went through the the wrath of of Evan Ingram, but uh, he had in my head he had 80 points. It was probably closer to 50, but I mean, the guy had 15 targets or 15 receptions for like 180 yards, two touchdowns. I lost. That was when a must-win game, right? That was a, that that was a I if I win this I go to the playoffs and Evan Ingram decided to fucking stone cold stunner me and into the grave. So yeah, I hate him now. I mean, I yeah, he, he's on he's on my burn list. Let me put it that way. Changing fifteen hundred, loved it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> snuck into I, the playoffs. I, I bet. Yeah, that's the worst part. I got I got beat I got beat by a team. I don't even think made the playoffs. So well, what are you gonna do? And so this is why we. This is why we love this game. Uh, so Greg went with Dallas Goddard after him, went Christian Watson and Brandon Ayuk, and now Greg is back on after the turn. You you want to do that? Yeah. Who do you like receiver-wise in that fifth round the most? Like you have Terry Warren, DJ, Godwin, London, and Watson. I have my pick. I think I'll go last. That's fine. Go, go stick. Who do you like best receiving-wise? Um, who could potentially be the top? I wanted, I wanted Drake London, um, just because I think he just has that upside potential you're looking for in, um, in this round. Like we talked about, like you're looking for that guy that's gonna win you your league, right? That no one thinks about. So, to me, yeah, Chris Godwin's consistent. I don't mind the pick, but. With the quarterback situation there, I don't know if he's going to be a. I had him last year, that bum. Um, a lot of <laughs> targets, but he doesn't get in the end zone. Hopefully that changes this year. I'd love him, fellow Delaware guy. Um, but to me, I think in that round, I'm, I'm going Drake London. Okay. Okay. Um, mine's pretty easy. It's, it's, it's DJ Moore. Um, I think. There's a lot of factors at play, but the the ceiling for him is is a is a top ten wide receiver. If Justin Fields has this surge of a year, we've seen it happen before with sophomore QBs. Um, you know he's he, he's a crazy athlete. He's he's really good. Really didn't have too much consistency at quarterback um, when he was on the Panthers, but he had those. He had those ga- big games, like big explosive playmaking, can catch a five-yard slant, take it to the house. He's he's younger than people think. He came in the league young, and he has more career yard. He would if he he has more career yards than the than the uh, Bears. He would be the number one Bears receiver all time yards wise. Like he like he's he's going into a place where they've never really had a wide receiver. Justin Fields needs a target, and. I, he could he could ascend. I don't know. I could I could really see it happening. He's he's the only guy. He's the he's the he's the alpha there now, and I I think he's poised for it. 
I feel like Deef would have something to say about Darnell Mooney being there, being the top guy, but <laughs> I digress. It'll be it'll be it'll be a factor. <laughs> um I, I couldn't agree more. I think DJ Moore is the pick in that in that round. Um I'm gonna compare it to when AJ Brown came over to Philly with Jalen Hurts. They're boys, right? They're it was evident that they had chemistry right off the bat. And that's all you've been hearing from camp is that DJ Moore and Justin Fields have a chemistry that is nothing like they've seen before. Um, so I think paired with what you said, I think that's going to be something fun to watch this year. I was hoping that he would drop to me, but he went two picks before. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Yeah, if, if, oh, if, uh, if, if I – no, I was going to say, if I – if I didn't do the zero RB, if I would have taken one RB prior to this, DJ Moore would have been an easy pick. But after taking three three wide receivers, I I, I couldn't justify taking another one when a guy like Justin Justin Herbert's here. But that's sometimes you're you draft with what the draft deals you. You can't you can't force stuff out there. But yeah, let's let's take it back to the draft. We're at the the six oh two spot. Greg is up after taking Dallas Goddard. Who you got? Yeah, this is. Um, I have to go wide receiver here, in my opinion. I gotta get one of these guys as my number two receiver since I went the two RB um thing at, at to start. I went, I got Barkley, Chubb, Metcalf, Lamar, and Goddard. Looking at this wide receiver list, um, just to run down at Michael Pittman, just don't trust Anthony Richardson throwing the ball right now, even though he's a good talent. Um, Hollywood Brown, no thank you. Tyler Lockett, <laughs> I I disagree. I, I think he's gonna be okay. I already have DK You're Metcalf, so I'm so. not taking Tyler Lockett. Mike Williams is interesting, but he's kind of got that like Julio vibe for me right now, where he's a walking injury. And they just drafted a um, wide receiver. Yeah, Mike Evans. Getting older and also the QB situation there. Like, I think Godwin's the better pick there for a PPR league. Um, so I think I'm going to go with Christian Kirk here. I liked what I saw out of Jacksonville last year. Um, they added Calvin Ridley. That's going to open up the defense a little bit, I believe, just because he's the fastest man on the field and other teams worry about that. So I think Christian Kirk kind of builds on his year last year, which was pretty solid. And as my number two WR, I think that that works for me. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with that. I will say that um, personally, I probably would have went um, Mike Williams for me. And I only say that because of that high-flying offense. I think all of them – Justin Herbert, James, you know, James has him. So he's hoping for just throw the damn ball all over the place. But, yeah, Christian Kirk had a great year. They paid him all that money, so they're going to get him the ball, right? Yeah, so. no, and I totally – and it was between him and, and Mike Williams because – and the only reason I didn't do it is just because it's my second wide receiver and I need stability rather than yep. this guy could be out week two, you know? Yep. like Yeah, no, couldn't agree more. So, uh, so Greg went with Christian Kirk. Um, after him went Kyle Pitts, Alexander Madison, Marquise Hollywood Brown, Trevor Lawrence, and now we are on scout at the six oh seven. All right, just to recap my team, I have Cooper Cup, 
Garrett Wilson, Jalen Hurts, Joe Mixon, Chris Godwin, and now I'm either looking to get another running back to see if I can solidify that or see what type of tight end is out there. Um, oh, God, Darren Waller. Oh, no, thank you. I'm sorry. Like, if he has a great year, good. Whoever grabs him, good on you if he has a good year. But I've had him in the past. He is a walking injury, one big hit. He's a big dude, so they're going to go low on him, and his legs are brittle. So I, I don't – I think he's going to be the number one target there, obviously. Um, but I, I just can't swallow having him on my team. So I think I'm going to wait. Uh, I still think there's some value uh, down the line on tight ends. Um, a lot of teams, one, two, three, four, five, six teams out of 12 have them. So I'm looking at the tight ends list. I can find a tight end that is serviceable later on. Oh, God, DeAndre. <laughs> DeAndre <laughs> Swift just staring me right in the eyes. Welcome um, back. Welcome back. <laughs> no, you know what? No, I, I told myself I wouldn't do that. Um, uh, you know what I'm going to do here? You know, I'm looking at these running backs and I think I can get away with stashing this guy a little bit. And hopefully when he comes back a hundred percent healthy, we're a well-oiled machine. We're already four or five and no, whatever it is, however long it takes him. I hope they don't rush him back. I, I heard that they're going to play him in a, a preseason game. So prayers that he doesn't get hurt, but I'm going to go Javante, uh, Javante Williams here. Oh my God. I didn't even know he was out there. Yeah. That's a good pick. I was that's a good one. <laughs> Shit. Um, and you know what? That's a value pick because we keep saying that, he was picked in the first round last year, right? Yeah, he got hurt. He wasn't used well. You know, yep. you, you heard all the news about Sean Payton saying how it was the worst coaching performance there ever was, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? Value, sixth round, come on. Like, he could potentially be a top 10, top 15. And that's what I'm That's what I'm drafting him here to be. Uh, yep. Uh, 15, hopefully, you know, but potential to go, you know, even lower. Yeah, no, especially when you kind of go with the little bit of zero RB, like that's you're kind of just looking for diamonds in the rough. So after after Javante Williams went, DeAndre Swift, Darren Waller, uh, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Um, I'm very glad I ended up taking Justin Herbert when I did because the the what I kind of thought was going to happen, those three quarterbacks were going to go, and the QB landscape is well. If you're Greg Rossick, you'd love it because Dak Prescott's right at the top of the list, but. <laughs> um, you know, for for I think ninety nine percent of the fantasy population, they wouldn't be too thrilled. So, looking at this, I have three wide receivers. I have no running backs. Go over I your team one more time for us, Gene. I have so I have Jamar Chase, Mark Andrews, Chris Olave, DeAndre Hopkins, and Justin Herbert. So, I've I've solidified the one positions, the the QBs, the tight ends. Um, now it's just a case of stashing talent in my head i'm not necessarily rushing to get a running back um but there is one guy there's a couple running backs i like but there's one that's kind of sticking out to me as far as stability um or at least i kind of know what i'm gonna get is he gonna be a top 10 guy i mean probably not but um and that's james connor um i think he's 
He's the whole he's, offense, basically. He's the off. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, look, it is what it is. He's the all offense. Is it a bad offense? Yeah, but you know, he he's proven last year he can catch the ball. Um, he had a stretch last year from weeks like, you know, the back half of the year, like nine to seventeen when Kyler got hurt. He was like the RB five. Like he was he he sure it was a lot of touchdowns, but they're gonna need to score the ball somehow. And I think he's kind of the whole thing. Injuries are gonna be a problem, but that's I'm hoping, you know, he's not he's not a linchpin of my team. He's just somebody, but that's I think that's about the time to to break the zero RB and go James Conner. Oh, darn. Yeah. Um damn. So <laughs> uh, so uh after James Conner went with Shad White and Mike Evans, I was kind of hoping Mike Evans would would Mike fall Williams. to me. Mike Williams. Williams. Uh, Mike Williams. I'm sorry, Jesus. Oh, because Mike Evans is there and that's probably who I'm gonna pick. Uh Mike Williams went. Uh, I was hoping maybe I could get the stack with him and just Justin Herbert. Um but that did not pan out. Now I'm kind of in between two picks. It's a matter of do I want to just get two running backs now or do I wait a little bit? Looking at the running back list, Javante was a really good pick, but I'm and there's really not you really starting to get into the <laughs> to, to the dumpster for some of these guys. So that's kind of making me think I need to pull the trigger on one of them. Wide receivers wise, I actually do like Mike Evans for the seventh round. It's it's almost like the DK Metcalf thing last year where you might have been afraid because that offense is going to suck, but a it's Mike Evans and the Bucks are still a professional football team. They're going to score and they're probably going to use Mike Evans as as the guy they're going to do it with. So he's interesting to me this late. He's a good good addition, but I think if I think if it was really if I really had to do this, I think I would take an upside pick. And I'm looking at uh, James Cook here, and I think that's who I'm going to go with. He. He has the potential of being the the top guy in Buffalo. We'll see how it works. He doesn't have to, uh, you know, he doesn't have to light the world on fire if, with the zero RB strategy. But if he can take a step up, that's that's something I'm really looking at as I see Scout give me the middle finger. So I know it was a good damn. Pick. <laughs> damn. All right. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, I I circled him. I'm like ah, maybe I, I like my pick with Javante first. I, like, I, yeah, I know. That's uh, I'll I'll say this when you're doing your drafts, and I recommend that even if you got even if you can't get together with your friends to do it, do some sort of you know Zoom call while you do it just to have that camaraderie. But man, there is nothing better than when you take a pick and you just hear someone give you the you see someone oh. give you the finger or say fuck like you just know that like all right like someone else won but I wasn't the only. The worst thing you can hear is dead silence. Dead that's, silence or that's, reach. That's, that's the that's that's the worst thing you could hear. So um I have the back to back James Conner, James Cook, the James is back on team James. That that fits. Uh after James Cook went Cam Akers, Tyler Lockett, Dak Prescott, and we have Scal back on the clock at the 706. As a recap, he has Cooper Cup, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Hurts, Joe Mixon, Chris Godwin, Javante Williams. Let's see where he's heading. Yeah, this is an interesting pick, right? Um, let's see some information here. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to go uh, with a guy that proved that he can be relied on in, in big games. Um, you know, rookie last year on a great high-flying offense. Um 
especially on like early on, if if I take him and he doesn't work out, then hopefully another running back comes in um, where I can I can plug and play him. So I'm looking mm. at uh, Isaiah Pacheco. He had a good um, a good playoffs. Scored in the Super Bowl. They like him. He runs hard. I love the way he runs. He's a downhill runner, but he's also quick. Um, he's a pit bull. Yeah, uh, I love him there. He he overtook Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who everyone thought was going to have a big year. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to have him on my team, get some depth at running back uh, because, you know, running backs go down left and right. So you have to have uh, a couple running backs on the bench to, to plug and play whenever you can. Yep, I agree. Uh, so Scout with Isaiah Pacheco after him went Michael Pittman, Mike Evans, George Pickens, Deshaun Watson, and now Greg at the 7-11. Yeah, I was really hoping Mikey Evans would fall here. but uh, <laughs> So I have I have two guys in mind. I'm looking for, for a flex here. Um, I have to go just with the running backs that are out there right now. I already have two stud running backs. I'm looking, you know, PPR league. I'm looking targets. And and catches here for the flex. Um, you know, even though it's fantasy football, I like to think of my flex as you know being a little pipsqueak, right? That gets just all these targets and has chances to give you that ten to twenty points a game. So I have two guys in mind. One is Deontay Johnson. I think another year in that same offense, you know, with Kenny Pickett is good for him. Um, last year was a little shaky for him, but he's a talent, right? He's, he's pretty talented. I think he's definitely their number one target. Um, the other guy that I don't know much about is Jordan Addison, obviously, as he's a rookie. But Adam Thielen gone. Kirk Cousins is going to be slinging the pill. It's very, very, very intriguing, and I, I, I want to say I think I can get both of them in this situation. And the hardest part for me is which one to take first. Um, with with the team twelve having two picks after me, so it's kind of that same situation, James. You were talking about, yeah, like, I know, you know, I want them both, but who do I want more first? rather than who do you think he's going to take is, is kind exactly. of how I, I look at it. Right. Because you can't just bank on them not taking either of them. Um, so I am going to go Jordan Addison. Boom. Good pick. I like it. Good pick. Wow. And they went Deontay. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So, after, so, so after Jordan Addison went Deontay Johnson and, some guy named Evan Ingram. Um, and now it's <laughs> now uh, Greg's back after the turn and his, his plan did not work out. So let's see, what are you going to do? Yeah, the plan didn't work out, but I think I got the guy I wanted. It's, it's, yep. uh, that's good. Um, now this is where it gets a little tough for me because do I want, I have those two stud running backs. What happens if one of them gets hurt? You know, now we're just looking, you know, bench and maybe plug and plays, right? So the running back list isn't great. <laughs> um, 
Who do we got on that running back list? David Montgomery. A.J. Dillon's interesting, but I don't think I'm taking him this early. Um, so I'm going to look at the wide receivers. And I am going to – there's a couple out there I like, actually. I just picked a rookie. I probably shouldn't pick another rookie, but I do like Quentin Johnston, um, especially after talking about how Mike Williams is a walking <laughs> injury. Um, but I'm going to go – Jeez. Between two guys, TikTok. All right, give me Brandon Cooks, Closet Cowboys. <laughs> there it is. Were you guys waiting for him to draft the Dallas Cowboys? There it is. It took him eight oh, rounds, but he got there. <laughs> he got there. Um. So, 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 so Greg took Brandon Cooks after went Jahan Dotson, David Njoku, Traylon Burks, David Montgomery. And now we are on Scal's pick at the 807. So I haven't picked a tight end yet. Um, there's still a couple out there that I like that I wouldn't mind having on my team. And the further you get down during the draft, you have to like temper your expectations, right? So Am I looking for a consistent 15-point game? No, but I'm probably trying to find someone that can do 9 to 12 points on average in the tight end role. Someone that, you know, will get some targets, at least five, maybe six targets a game, hopefully catch more than half of them and possibly get in the end zone. So I think there's a couple guys still left on that list that I can hold off right now. Uh, it's getting a little risky doing that, but I was kind of hoping Burks would fall to me. Um, all right, so let's go with the receiver core. Um, and you know what? I, I am going to do a, a rookie. I am going to do um, Quentin here. I think it's a high-flying offense. Fuck. Uh, I, I, sorry, James. Uh, I, I knew going into this, the offensive coordinator used to be a Dallas Cowboy offense coordinator, for a fast paced offense. I hope they just plug this kid in and let him do his thing. So I'm happy with him on my bench or, you know, if Chris Godwin's not getting in the end zone, like I need him to hopefully Quentin is. Yeah, that was a, um, swift kick in the nuts. I thought I didn't think that would happen. Um, so after Quentin Johnson went AJ Dillon, Michael Thomas, Antonio Gibson. Uh now it's back on me at the 811. Um man, Quentin Johnson, I, I had a pipe dream he would fall because I, I would like to get a stack. You to at least get one and maybe he turns into a you know someone special. Who knows? Um so this is we're getting pretty we're getting pretty late in this. Um, you know, your your starting laps are kind of established now at this point. This is kind of where you start playing the game of I'm just I'm almost trying to take flyers. I'm trying like you know stability guys aren't really there too much, and these late round guys they probably won't even stay on your team for so for too long. So you're really looking for some diamonds in the rough. And yeah, running back wise, I'm pretty thin, so it makes me want to take another one. Um, 
there's a wider there's a few wide receivers there that I do like. Um, one standing out a little bit more than the other. What what do you guys think of Kadarius Tony? Just by the way, I'm not taking him here, so it doesn't matter. But what, I like what's him. I like him. I mean, he was only there for half the season last year, and he was very involved in the in the Super Bowl. He scored a touchdown uh, on the same exact play. Sky Moore and him ran. Um, Philly just couldn't figure that one play out. But uh, sorry, James. But uh, I, I do like him. Uh, I think he Whatever. is a very shifty receiver. Get him in the slot. You know, do a couple drag routes and just let him let him eat a couple slant routes. See what he can do. Yeah, I know. he should. They, he should be the favorite target other than Kelsey, right? Or you know, you would think it's just it's more consistent. I think. Uh, the guy I was looking, at, yeah. The guy I was looking at. There's two guys in my head. I'm playing the game right now that Greg just did, where I hope I can get both of these guys. But if I had to live without one, I w- I'm going to go with uh, Zay Flowers of the of the Baltimore Ravens rookie. Um, perfect. So, yeah, Zay. I he he has. I mean, I. I Taking rookie wide receivers late in the draft has been a favorite strategy of mine, and you you kind of know pretty quick how it's going to be um, if they're how involved they are if they're on the field. You know, just because they they don't have great performances in the beginning, but if they're on the field and they're getting some targets, that's a that's a big indicator. I mean, Justin Jefferson took five games before he turned into who he is. It happens all the time, but you can kind of see if they're even on the field how they're looking. Um, and Zay Flowers has a chance. I mean, there's. Who, who they got there? It's Mark Andrews. It's and then after him, it's OBJ and Rashad Bateman. So he has a chance to kind of ascend, and we're we're all kind of projecting Lamar Lamar Jackson having a good year. So yeah, I'm looking I like forward that to. Yeah. So after Zay Flowers went, Pat Fryermuth then Tua Tagovailoa, um, which worked out for me because I'm going to go running back here. Um, and this one's a it kind of goes back to the rookie thing. You're, you're taking a little bit of a flyer um, on some guys here. There's Brian Robinson. I'm not too pumped about Jamal Williams with the, with the cream hunt news. Now he's kind of off my board a little bit. Cause I might get murky. Um, but one guy I'm, I'm looking into is uh, Zach Charbonnet of the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to take him. He's a, he's a pass catcher. We don't really know about Kenneth Walker and and how how what's the split going to be, but you know he, he's projected to be the pass catcher and pass catchers in a PPR league are are very valuable at times. He can be a plug and play guy, and you know if Kenneth Walker goes down, who's injury prone, you know he, he could take over the backfield. So after Zach Charbonnet went, Samaj P. Ryan, then Kadarius Tony, Anthony Richardson. Wow, I can't believe he's. I didn't even know people were drafting him. Um, and then Scouts. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, saw I that one. Runs. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he runs. I get it, but I don't know. It's who knows. So Scouts up with the uh, nine oh six, but um, that might have been the fastest mock draft pick you can well, probably take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about time, what we got going on here. So yeah. uh, just a quick little thought of what was going through my mind. Um, I want. I think he's going to have a big year, uh, Chiggy. Conquo from the Tennessee Titans. Okay. I think he's going to have a big year. He had, I think he was uh top five, the last half of the year, last year. Uh, they really utilized him in the open field. 
He runs hard. He's fast. Like, get him the ball. They're going to untap his potential this year. I think with all the other threats now with D-Hop there, I think it opens up the middle just a bit more for him. I think he's going to have a big year. This is the guy that I had circled. Um, no secret. Sorry. Uh, I, I might have to now that that's out in the open go out and reach for him in our league a little bit if other people are just doing it out of spite to take him. Uh, but I think he's going to have a good year. He had a fantastic second half of the year last year, and I'm excited for what he has has in store, you know, for his uh, sophomore season. Yep. I like that pick. So after, after Chig went, Gabe Davis, Khalil Herbert, Brian Robinson, Juju Smith-Schuster, now Greg at the 9-11. Yeah. Um, for me, pretty simple here. I only have two running backs, even though they're studs. Um, I'm going to take a flyer here on Rashad Penny and see if he turns out to be the goal line back for the birds mm-hmm. other than, other than Jalen. Um, but, you know, I think they're going to, they usually trust one running back down on the goal line every year. Right. And Rashad Penny's built that way. Um, I know they have a lot of mouths to feed there. Deandre Swift's already gone. Um but I see him more as their pass catching back, whereas Rashad is going to be more between the tackles. So I'm going to take him just to see how, how it plays out there. He's going to be on my bench to start, um, you know, and hopefully he picks it up and during a bye week, I can plug him in and he gets a touchdown. Yep. So after, uh, after Craig's pick of Rashad Penny, went Dalton Schultz, Jamal Williams. Now he's back at the 10 2 We've three rounds left. Now we're just, Picking some bench guys. Who do we like? Yeah. Uh, here's a guy that just stands out to me. Um, I think he's a great talent. I, I think this team turns it around this year. Um, Sean Payton's going to be there. So just give me Cortland Sutton. Yep. A good pick. That's a good pick. Yeah. We were talking last episode that he was uh, – I picked him in the third round, I believe. Maybe – Maybe even no third round, definitely. I think he was my number one receiver I took last year. So to get value in him in the tenth round this year, that offense could turn things around, I think, pretty easily. Um, so I like that pick. Yeah. So after uh Cortland Sutton won Odell Beckham Jr., Kirk Cousins, Cole Komet, and then Jamison Williams and Scal with the ten oh seven. Yeah, uh, I'm going here. I'm I'm looking at some depth. Obviously, we're we're gonna keep saying it. Like right now, again, my team is Cooper Cup, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Hurts, Joe Mixon, Chris Godwin, uh, Javante Williams, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, uh, Quinton Johnston, Chiggy, and now I'm just looking for some depth, um, and particularly in one position that you know someone could go down very easily. Um, this is also hindering on if someone signs with this team, uh, but a lot of good things are coming out about him in camp. So I'm going to go, uh, is it Devin, a chain, a chain? How do you say A-chain. that? A chain. A chain. Just to so say, I mean, he, it's a flyer. Yeah. It's literally a flyer. So we'll see what happens. Uh, damn. Uh, so after Davon A chain went Elijah Moore, Aaron Rodgers, Dalton Kincaid, and now I'm at the 10, 11. So, Oy, this is bottom of the barrel now. So, there's a, there's actually, yeah, there's a couple tight ends I actually like, but with Mark Andrews, like it's 
maybe you could take a flyer on one, like if Greg Dolch has a good year, but like he's never really going to play. Um, so looking at running backs, wide receivers, there's oh man, there's um a couple guys in mind. I mean, Damian Harris is is interesting, but I have James Cook, so I don't want to I don't want to double up that early. Um, there's Tank Bigsby. He's a running back for the Jags, who's who's getting a lot of shine. Um, yeah, I think because I'm short on RB and I need some extra flyers out of there, my first pick is going to be uh, Tank Bigsby out of Jacksonville. Could be the goal oh. line back. Could be the you know Tra- Travis Etienne has some injury issues from time to time. I think he's you know you, you don't know, especially with a rookie. There's there's some upside. So after tank base, we went Geno Smith, Jarek McKinnon. I'm back on the clock. I think I, I have four I have four running backs and I have four wide receivers. So I'm pretty balanced now after not taking a running back too early in the in, uh, in the first few rounds. Looking at the wide receivers again, looking for just pure upside. I mean, Alan Lazard's there. He he's a favorite target of of Rogers. But I, I, I'm I'm still in the, the idea that these rookie wide receivers, like you just take some shots and hopefully for the best. Um and one guy that's been getting a lot of hype, I'm pretty I think Randy Moss might have said he's gonna be a, a a a Hall of Famer or a top five wide receiver or something. And that's uh that's Jalen Hyatt of the of the Giants. He's been getting some weird amount of shine right now. Um, so we'll see how we'll, we'll see how that one pans out. Um so after Jalen Hyatt it goes Daniel Jones, Alan Lazard, Damian Harris, and now Scal with the 11 06. Yeah. Um, injuries are a real thing in fantasy football, as everyone knows. So right now, we're just, uh, I'm trying to handcuff someone else's uh, right now. Um, he's a formidable back. When in the offense, he still gets his touches to spell this guy. So I'm going to go Elijah Mitchell here. I like it. Elijah Mitchell at the uh, 11-6. Then goes Adam Thielen, Darnell Mooney, Rashad Bateman, not Perryman, Greg <laughs> Dolchich, and uh, now Greg's at the 11-11. Yeah, so as we keep saying, this is just stacking your bench for flyers, right? So give me Sky Moore. Um, that offense is going to be throwing the ball. It's Patty Mahomes. Another year under his belt. Who knows? I think he has big play capability. Um, just stashing him on my bench to see what happens. Yep. Man, Kobe. So after Sky Moore, which Kobe Myers, Jared Goff, now Greg's back after the turn with his last pick. Last pick here. This one, this one I kind of like, I think. Um, I'm going to go with Deonta Foreman. You know, Khalil Herbert, I, I don't see him as a bell cow. Um, it's going to be a committee. Uh, you never know what can happen, especially if you're getting in this late and, you know, something happens. I need another running back just in case. Um, I'm going to go with Deontay Foreman with the Bears. So after uh, Deontay Foreman goes Tyler Adjir, Tyler Higby, Tyler Boyd, three Tylers in a row. Uh, Russell Wilson, and now Scal at the 12-7 with his last pick. Yeah, um, 
again, it's our, it's our last pick. So let's see. Let's see what kind of value we can get out there. I have plenty of running backs. So I think I'm going to go receiver here and just see who I like. And not My boy, Rondale Moore, baby. Rondale. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Um. Okay, you know what? Uh, let's go with a young talent. They're in a rebuild year. New quarterback, rookie quarterback, rookie receiver. Hopefully, they have some kind of connection coming out of college. Let's go, Jonathan Mingo here, out of Carolina. I thought you were going to go, John Matchy. I do like him. I do. I just <laughs> make sure I, I watch a little bit more of him. And we're doing a shortened draft here. I mean, in our league, we do IDP, individual defensive players. So, obviously, those would be mixed in here. We don't even have a kicker here. So, you know, obviously, there's going to be more picks. But, yes, he's definitely on my radar. Alabama. Yep. yep. And that's a perfect segue because I'm going to take John Mechie. Um <laughs> I, 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 that was that was he using my cue. I was hoping he would he would drop. Um, so after uh, Jonathan Mingo went, uh, Rasheed Rice, Rondell Moore, Bryce Young, uh, and I'm going to go with John Mitch Mitchie as my last pick. Rookie wide receiver, upside is what it is. So yeah, that was we have completed the draft. Um, I think we're let's 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 give a let's give a post a shot after this episode drops. We'll post out. Um, the our final roster so everybody can take a look maybe we'll even do a poll and see if anybody wants to comment on um who had the best roster so i think we'll end the show with just saying our 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 final rosters um so for my team i have jamar chase mark andrews chris olave deandre hopkins justin herbert james connor james cook zay flowers zach charbonnet tank bigsby jalen hyatt john mitchie Tank Bigsby might be the name of the draft. I'll say that. I may I may not win, but I have the name of the draft. Go ahead, Stick. All right. In the 11th spot, I had Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, DK Metcalf, Lamar Jackson, Dallas Goddard, Christian Kirk, Jordan Addison, Brandon Cooks, Rashad Penny, Cortland Sutton, Sky Moore, and Deontay Foreman. Another good draft, uh, different strategy, obviously, going to running backs. Um, yeah, my team, Cooper Cup, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Hurts, Joe Mixon, Chris Godwin, Javonta Williams, Isaiah Pacheco, Quentin Johnston, Chiggy Okonkwo, uh, Devon A-Chain? A-Chain? A-Chain. A-Chain. Okay, A-Chain. Well, <laughs> Like A-Train. Yeah, <laughs> Elijah Mitchell and Jonathan Mingo. So those are our teams. Uh, like James said, we're going to try to post this. We like the interaction. So please, if, if you have your comments, if you have your feedback, we'd love to hear it. Uh, we're very new at this, as you guys know. So we're learning as we go, and any feedback is appreciated. We like to mingle. We like to, to talk shit with everyone else um, that loves fantasy football. So, again, help us help you. Hit that subscribe button. You'll get updates every time we drop a new episode. For episode three, that is our conclusion. Boys, great draft. I cannot wait to see you boys in Hearst. It's going to be a great time.
Let's battle on the links, boys. Yeah, I'll see you guys on the links. I'm Absolutely. sure we'll talk more football then. All right. See you later, you degenerates. Later, guys. See ya.